Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello, welcome to Eptide Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, and today we're going to talk about what is mindfulness anyway, and how am I supposed to meditate? So today I'm going to start off by giving you the, the broader overview of what is mindfulness anyway. And to do this, let's first just take a moment and just notice what you're thinking about right now. Just watch the thoughts in your head and notice the scripts that are running through for just a few moments here. Okay, so what you just did by trying to watch your own thoughts, that that really is mindfulness. That's the first step is the capacity to bear witness to what's happening and not be lost in it. So usually we're just lost in the thoughts of our mind, letting them lead the show. But mindfulness lets us take a step back and witness the thoughts as something separate from ourselves. And when we've got that distinction and space from our thoughts, then they're no longer in control because they shouldn't be. And we'll get into that in more detail. But first, back to what do you usually think about? Most of the time, it's about what we screwed up in the past or what went wrong. I think many people spend a lot of their thinking time in judgment of themselves and others analyzing what is going on, could be done. And most of our energy in the thinking mind goes to worry, fear, anxiety, the future, what is going to go wrong, and how do I prevent it? And how do I control bad things from happening? If that's true for you, then know that that is not going to serve you. (laughs) We cannot control anything besides how we are living in this moment. And that's really where mindfulness pulls us back to is saying all those thoughts in the mind about the future, all those thoughts in the mind in the past, all those judgments about how things need to change, why it should be a different way, that is a waste of time. And mindfulness says that's not the place you have to live in. Being in the thinking mind in a place of fear, worry, anxiety, rumination about the past, let's just start out, well, that's not mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? Well, I'm going to share a sort of academic definition by John Kabat-Zinn, who founded mindfulness-based stress reduction in the United States. And he calls mindfulness the awareness that arises by paying attention on purpose in the present moment 
and non-judgmentally. So that definition has a lot, and I'm going to unpack it. But let me just say it again. It's the awareness that arises by paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. And I'm going to try that, say that in maybe simpler language. Basically, it's what happens to your mental space when you tune your attention to something that's happening right now and allow it. That's different than the way most of us are usually engaging in the world. So the first thing that's usually different than what we're usually doing is actually turning our attention to what's happening right now. We're not letting our, our minds run off in the past or the future. But we're actually paying attention to right now, even if it's boring, even if it's hard, especially if it's hard. The present moment might be someplace that's really exciting and happy and fun for you. Why don't you live there instead of worrying about when that's going to end? Many times the present moment is challenging and we want to really be in our, in our thinking mind about how to make that stop. Although it seems counterintuitive to wellness, actually when things are challenging is when we most need to be with them and sit with them. And that is what mindfulness can help you do. So being in the present moment, living your life as it's being lived, don't miss it. Everyone's so worried about when they're going to die, but no one's actually worrying about how they're living. You're not alive if you're not actually participating in the moments of your life. When you're hanging out with your kid, when you're on that work call, be there. When you're tasting that food, taste it. When you're on the walk, take out the headphones, unless you're listening to my podcast. Just kidding. And notice the birds, notice the trees, live your life. The most important thing you can do is actually be part of your life as it's unfolding. That is being alive. And we'll talk about how mindfulness helps us do that more. But we really have to switch our mindset from thinking that the thinking mind is a place where we're alive. The thinking mind, by that I mean the judgments, the planning, the worry, the fretting, the listing, the place that the trains of thoughts take you on. That's not living. That's being in a virtual reality. You might as well be playing a video game all day long if you're just going to sit in the virtual reality of the false world your mind can create about what did happen or could happen. You might as well just stay in bed and watch TV. If you're not going to be in the present moment, you're not living. So the idea of mindfulness is it says, hey, wake up. When you're on that train of thought about, oh my gosh, it has to be this way. I need to fix it. I need to do that. They're wrong. I'm wrong. It's wrong. It needs to change. Stop it. And notice what is happening in the actual real life world that you are present in, the only world that exists. Notice how the bread smells. Notice how your hands feel. Notice what emotion is present. That's being alive. That's the story you're living. Why don't you be with it? And so as I mentioned, being in the present moment isn't always where we want to be. I don't like it. 
So a big part of mindfulness is learning how to be non-judgmental of the present moment. You don't have to want it to be that way. But especially if you don't want the present moment to be that way, you should be digging deep and participating in it so that you are actively redirecting the next moment. If you are so focused on the moments that haven't happened, you're missing the actual moment that you're living in where you can have impact. So we sit with the present moment, which is already there. And we allow it to be just as it is because resisting it is just a waste of time. It's here. I don't like it. Doesn't matter if I like it. It's here. So it's here. So what can I do about it? Just see it. Notice it. Notice how you are in that moment. And in that moment, if you're not judging it as right or wrong, there's space for you to respond to it. Think of all the wasted energy you have in judging. I can have my things that draw me. I can have things that I feel are more in tune with my values and preferences. But wasting my energy on judging all the things around me that aren't mine to judge and I can't control is just pulling myself away from the moment I'm living where I do have impact potentially on myself and other areas. It's here. You're just going to waste your energy if you're saying it shouldn't be this way. Well, tough shit, it's there. So what are you going to do? And mindfulness also teaches us not just to be non-judgmental of the moment, to be non-judgmental of ourselves. Not to say I'm perfect. You might be. <laughs> we all are. But dropping the need to constantly be saying to ourselves if we're good or bad or right or wrong. And so let's learn to be kind to ourselves. We can feel in the moment, wow, I'm really tired. Or I'm really sad. Or this this isn't a situation I feel very comfortable in. Wow, we're in the moment. We notice these things. We don't have to judge them, but we just then be kind and say, well, I'm really tired. If it's possible, I'm going to get some rest and not judge myself as lazy or counterproductive or not doing enough to be worthy of being here. Kindly noticing if you're in a situation that doesn't serve you that you can leave. Kindly noticing if you're in a place of sadness or grief, to hold yourself in compassion and give your heart the space it needs to feel and heal. Not judging any of your own inner experiences as wrong or the way they shouldn't be, but allowing ourselves to be living as the moment brings and to be exactly who we are. And so we engage in every moment of our lives, holding space for it to be exactly as it's shown up and ourselves. And we keep doing this from each moment to the next moment to the next moment. And that moment of living is where we get to decide what we do. Do we be kind to ourselves? Do we have boundaries for ourselves? Do we turn away or turn toward 
something that's occurring in that moment? How is the next moment going to be shaped by the current moment you're actually living in? That's living with impact and purpose. So a big misconception is that mindfulness is about a blissed out state where everything feels really great and super pretty and easy and there's no hard things. And that's absolutely the complete opposite of mindfulness is. In fact, for those of you guys who practice mindfulness and meditation, you know that at times you feel like more pissed off because you're actually noticing the things. You're not a zombie. But if you're being mindful and listening and awake, you're like, hey, no, this really sucks. Like, <laughs> and that's great. Because you can live in a situation that really sucks just as much as you can live in a situation that's really fun. Because we're not judging. This is just living. We're not trying to make it any different. And not saying we lose our ability to engage and be proactive. We don't just become passive, you know, and allow anything to go by. Like, who cares, you know? But no, in the moment saying, okay, this is happening it sucks. I don't like it, but here it's fine. It's there. Then you get the chance to say, so how can I take care of myself and meet this moment so the next one will be different? You can't change the moment you're in, but you sure can direct the path of the next moment that's coming only if you're in the current moment. And I'll tell you, the irony is when you're when you learn to be mindful and meditate, then things do get easier. Things do seem better because there's so much good in the world. The trees, the flowers, the birds, the stranger with a smile that we don't notice, that we miss out on. There's so many of those things actually happening that you then notice that life becomes happier and better. And things that used to really upset you and challenge you, you don't care anymore. Because you're not judging that person, that thing, that desire you have to control things is gone in the moment. You're not reactive, you're responsive. So yeah, being mindful and meditating, it will make life better. So mindfulness is being aware in every moment of what's going on with you, in your body, in your heart, in your mind, and allowing space for that to be that way. So now that you hopefully have an idea of what mindfulness is, let's turn it back to you, which is where the real insights will lie. Turning inward, reflect for yourself, where are places in your life that you might be living unconsciously, out of habit, just not engaged with the present moment? When you think about those times in your life, how do you feel in the body, in the heart, the mind? For your next inquiry, consider places in your life where you do feel you're living mindfully, where you are engaged, where you are participating fully in the moment. And how does that feel in the body, the heart, the mind? 
And finally, just something to consider in the long term. What would life be like if you spent more of your moments mindfully, if you lived more of your life as an active and engaged participant? What would life be like for you then? now you can see that mindfulness may be of benefit for you. But the question I hope you're asking is, well, so how do I do this? How do I become more mindful? Well, the biggest tool we have is the tool of meditation, which trains our minds again and again to come back from thoughts to something like the breath, an object we choose for our attention. So I'm going to guide you through a meditation in a moment. But first, I just want to tell you a few basics about it. In mindfulness, we generally sit versus lie down because when we lie down, we fall asleep and go to dreamy places. And mindfulness meditation is not about going to a false reality dreamy place. Mindfulness meditation is about engaging in the actual moment as it's happening. And so sitting up is a little more conducive for that. You want to be upright. You want to receive the moment just like you do in life. In a mindfulness meditation you generally close your eyes, but if that doesn't feel safe or right to you, you can just lower your gaze. And so the most common meditation is a breath meditation. And all we're doing in a breath meditation is putting our interest, our curiosity, and our attention into what it feels like to breathe. And so in this sense, we're choosing the object, our attention, just like we do during a mindful moment. So you don't sit in the thinking mind, but you decide to land in the breath and be in that instead. So now I'm going to guide you through a basic breath meditation. All you have to do is watch your breath as I guide you. So from wherever you're coming, allow yourself just to redirect your interest and attention to whatever is going on within you. Just taking a few breaths and noticing what's been going on within you. Maybe there's a pain in the body or a flavor of emotion. Practice just allowing all of that to be there without you needing it to be different. Noticing what's present for you without trying to fix it. Noticing the flavor of the body and saying that's okay. Feeling the experience maybe of an emotional weather today and it's okay. So let's notice if the mind is sticky
what thoughts are particularly prevalent for us. Then decide to just go somewhere else from them. So whatever you've noticed as you turned inward in terms of noise or thoughts, just decide to disengage and come into the breath instead. There's nothing to do here. In fact, the difficult part is undoing. Can you just let yourself soften into the experience, the sensations of being breathed right now. Mind will pull you out of the breath. That's fine. The noticing is the practice. You notice the mind has pulled you out and come back to experiencing how it feels to be breathed right now. And we can direct our attention specifically to wherever we choose. So let's just rest our attention in the nose right now and the sinuses. Simply sense what it feels like for the breath to pass through there. Maybe noticing as you narrow attention somewhere in the body, there's a natural relaxation and release that happens near there. Perhaps the face relaxes or the head or the eyes as breath is noticed in the nose. So let's move our attention into the throat now.
Simply sense how it feels in the throat when you breathe. Allowing yourself to jump lower into the chest. Sensing experience, breath and body in the chest right now. Dropping lower into the belly. Sensing belly being breathed. Allowing your awareness to expand like a lens on a camera to hold the whole path of the breath now. Maybe body can relax and soften into the flow of the breath more now. And just allow yourself to feel the flow of the inhales, the release of the exhales. Drop into space of breath awareness. Knowing that the breath is an anchor, a destination where you can return to any time. It's an option of awareness, an alternative to the thinking mind, a place from which you can find presence in this moment and return to your life, to the breath. Noticing how you feel now after just allowed your attention to focus on the breath for a few minutes. 
returning to external sensations, the air on your skin, your clothes, expanding awareness outside of breath. It's still not in the thinking mind, in the present moment of sensations, when you open your eyes, allowing the light to be experienced. Feeling how this breath has brought you home. So I'll close our session today with one of my favorite quotes by Hanapola Gunaratana. Somewhere in the process, you will come face to face with a sudden realization that you are completely crazy. Your mind is a shriekering, gibbering madhouse on wheels, barreling pell-mell down the hill, utterly out of control and hopeless. No problem. You are not crazier than you were yesterday. It has always been this way, and you just never noticed. You are also no crazier than everybody else around you. The only real difference is that you have confronted the situation they have not. Thank you for joining me today and confronting the situation. I hope to see you next week. In the meantime, be uptied well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebtide well.